You're listening to the Turnbuckle Trifecta Podcast with Gabe Parson, Daxton Page, and Ryan McNeil. And welcome to the podcast. This is the Turnbuckle Trifecta minus one fecta. Yes, we are uh, two-thirds of the Turnbuckle Trifecta here. Mr. Ryan McNeil could not be here this evening, but he sends his love and suplexes your way. Yes. We are watching some ECW tonight. Some old school ECW. This Nin- is 1998. Oh, uh, God, that 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 uh, quality of camera, you can tell it's 1998. Yeah. It's crazy, man. There's like a blue canvas on the mat. Uh, oh, New Jack. Oh, is that New Jack? <laughs> oh, gosh, we're, we're kicking it oh, off. Jesus Christ. Is this like a best of ECW? What did you... Uh, um, what what what, what drew is, you to pick this episode? This is just a random ECW episode. Um, nothing in particular I wanted to watch. I've never seen this one. Wow! Um, just kind of wanting to dive into the heart of it and see what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a it's a good um, little segue from our last pay per view, ECW One Night Stand two thousand six. That is true. That was a very intense oh pay per view. Right now, New Jack is breaking crutches over the backs of these dudes right now. I think I saw a vacuum cleaner inside of the ring. Yeah, you did. That's impressive. Yeah. I've never seen anybody use a vacuum cleaner as a weapon. That's For, not the strangest thing used as a weapon in ECW. It I'll is. Say that. It's. I would. You know that. I would concur with that. But oh my gosh, that is. Can you, you you've picked up. You know how heavy those are. Like. <laughs> oh, he's about to vacuum him up. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. But oh, oh, dude, oh, dude, oh, vacuum cleaner, wheel side. I'm pretty sure that's the ref. To the n- <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's the ref. What the hell is going on? Oh, uh, that's a Drozdov. Uh, I think he went by Draws. Like after a while, huh? Is that the guy that could? That, that could, like, throw up on command. Puke. He's gonna <laughs> puke. I think that might be, actually. I think he played... I'm, I'm, I might be confusing two different people, but I think he played football for the Denver Broncos at one point. That's impressive. Well, it wasn't impressive enough to keep him in the league. So uh, uh, he eventually <laughs> went to Vince McMahon and said, Hey, I can puke. <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a that's quite a turnaround. That really is like you know I I played for the Denver Broncos and then I puked in some guy's office one time. They actually had him out as puke, didn't they? Uh, maybe for uh, like probably. like tested it for a little yeah, bit yeah, and they're yeah. like, no, nah, you can't be the puke. Dude just got busted in the head with a fucking keyboard. A keyboard, like a like a computer keyboard. Oh my goodness! Keys went everywhere. And this is ninety eight. So oh, three know. point stance. Yeah, that's got to be the fucking Denver guy. Oh, and dodged by New Jack. He's like, that w-. and he's got the guitar. Which, yeah, please don't attempt to play anything, New Jack. Ooh. Uh, was that guitar filled with baby powder? <laughs> it's LeBron James's guitar. Yeah, that's <laughs> where he keeps all his chalk. It's where he keeps all the chalk. Oh, here comes the EC. Oh, don't skip the intro. Okay. Fucking okay. I'll this let it ring song. Out. Can we play this song before we go on stage? Listen. Listen to how cool this is. Uh.
All right. Look at the fucking Sandman. God, he's such a white trash king. <laughs> I just hit the mic on my tooth. <laughs> hey, I've done that plenty of times in in uh, sh- at shows. Glad no chip in the tooth there. I've got little bitty chips in the front of part of my teeth, oh, like man. because of that, because Dude. of the microphone. And it's not a great feeling. I've I've walked up on one one time and like. Mm-hmm. Smack yeah. the piss out of my mouth with it. Yeah, no, it sucks. It, uh, yeah. And you know what? It's not the microphone's fault. It's mine. You guys uh, can, re- you guys can rewind the podcast a little bit, and uh, you can hear the sound of my teeth clanking against the metal. It'll be fun for you guys. It'll be like yeah. ASMR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like pain, you know. Exactly, because this is ECW. Yeah. And I'm assuming that to some degree, if you're watching this particular episode, you probably like pain in some fashion. I mean, I know we do. At least, you know, I, I enjoy neck pain that I get after shows. I enjoy watching after it wrecking other people. After wrecking shop. Yeah. Wrecking shop. Wrecking fucking shop, Cleaning bro. house. Cleaning house. Because you know what? We get standing O's. I mean, they were... Only because they're, they were already standing. They were standing from the get-go, but they didn't sit down. That's, and that's standing O to me. Wrestle Palooza. Yeah. That's mm, and the colors are a little too kitty. Whoever they had hired as the guy to officially come up with like names for shit in ECW. <laughs> I mean, was they could have that uh, that's Maybe they didn't pay him enough. Wait, not him. Yeah. Was that uh Chrissy Benny? No, what? Where? <laughs> That's my nickname. I thought for a second the camera just walked across, and I could have swore. But I, now that I look at like the body shape, I, I could like that. Are you talking about like... Christina Benjamin Wall? <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> Please tell. Me. Are we are we both thinking Chris Benoit here? Yeah. Okay, good. That was beautiful. <laughs> I have to acknowledge <laughs> how beautiful. <laughs> no, uh, that skinny fucking dude uh, in oh, there. Jesus. I think. That was uh, that was actually Nunzio. We saw him what? in the last pay per view. No kidding. Um, and here comes the big blue meanie and what looks like Joey Styles, but um, uh, is I don't that Steven remember. Richardson? No, it's not Steven Richardson. Or, for Ste- sure. we're not, or not Steven Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Richards. not. It's not that guy. It's not him. I could have sworn because that that that's Joey Styles. Because I didn't know Joey Styles wrestled in ECW. Well, he was definitely, yeah, he definitely, like, announced, but the other guy, I don't know, that, I don't know, that can't be Joey Styles. Look at him in the face. Like, look at him in the face. (laughs) In the face, Then again, Joey Styles was, like, a kid when he started wrestling in TNA, so that might not be Joey Styles. Uh, Fair. Because that was, like, what, like, 2000, fucking, four, five, six, I don't know. Uh. Um, The Big Blue Meanie is just a... Spectacle. All right. All right. right. He's fucking awesome. I feel bad for what JBL did to him. Oh, when he actually like cracked him over the the guy's jumping like AJ Styles. Is it? I thought you said, "Is that Joey Styles?" AJ Styles. I I might have said Joey Styles earlier. I I meant AJ Styles. Um. Then then maybe potentially. I don't know. I don't know because he's definitely not. As 
Dude, he's doing AJ Styles' moves. What the fuck? Uh, we, he, we. Okay, so AJ Styles was a lot skinnier, too. Like, this guy's a little bit chunkier, but... Yeah, that's... that's that's. I'm going to have to look this up. He's moving just like AJ Styles. He's doing all the jumpy and the flippy. He's doing all that. So, yeah, I got to look this. Yeah. Oh, and that's a match. The FBI has won. Not this time, though. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> you looking up AJ Styles? You're the brain this episode. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> As I'll try Al Snow it. comes out of the ring, uh, or comes out of the oh. brick wall upside down. Al Snow, I've... I forgot mannequin heads. Oh, you know his head is just fucking all around the place, right? It's just it's like, oh my yeah. gosh. I forgot he had the head. Look at all the people with the heads. For real. <laughs> so many people have heads, dude. I could dude, can y'all throw one of those to us, dude? We we need them for our merch table sometimes. Yeah, we will need some of those. The fact they had those just on demand all through it. That's pretty crazy. Al Snow was a big fucking deal in ECW. So I am... I am not seeing anything from uh, AJ Styles in ECW. I do see that from... Okay, this is... He was in Georgia-based national championship wrestling. So NCW. He was Mr. Olympia, a masked wrestler. Uh, ma yeah. Masked wrestler losing to Michael Brooks in his first singles match. Okay, I'm going to feel really bad if uh, that guy that I thought was AJ Styles was like some other guy that's really well known. Um, <laughs> but for real, he looked like him in the face and he was moving like him. But I think AJ Styles might have been like a, like a kid kid in 1998. I don't know. Well, he was saying that in, in 98 he was in NCW. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so he how was, old was he? Like 17, oh, that's 18? A good, that's a good question. He, damn it. <laughs> he is, I think he said, nine, like, I think he may have been in that age group where he was like 19 or so. Let me see. Hmm. So how old is he right now? He is 45. He's born in 97. He would have been 21. Oh, shit. Yeah. Older than I thought. Still pretty young in the industry, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took him way too long to get to the WWE. Yeah. I mean, he, I, I always enjoyed his stuff in TNA. I thought he was a good performer oh. and had high-quality matches. Yeah. Wonderful. But Wonderful yeah. wrestler in, in TNA. I, I feel I, like he I gets st shit sometimes because he had some bad storylines. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, he, he could perform like a motherfucker and... Um, like he he still he still did like when he got to the WWE or I don't know if he still is in the WWE, but um I think like just my opinion I think his prime was in TNA. Oh for sure, dude. I will say you know TNA had an interesting slew of match concepts. 
Like I do remember there's like the X that you had to climb the, yeah, like the monkey yeah. bars and stuff and grab the X and then whoever grabs the X is the winner or so, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. I remember seeing those matches. They also had like really, really tall cage matches. They had cage matches that also had like um, maybe not an X, but something that's going across the top of it that they that the uh, guys have to like climb up on or yeah, do something I, like that. I do recall something like that. Yeah, I, I saw this. Dude, I'm going to have to show you this. Um, I saw this compilation on YouTube of just like crazy wrestling spots. And one of them was, I believe it was a TNA clip. It was this guy. He was like walking the edge of a cage like a tightrope because back then the cage was literally like a fence. Oh, and so he's like walking <laughs> the edge of it and jumps to another guy that's sitting on the edge and fucking like head scissors this guy all the way down to the ring. And it's mind blowing. Like, <laughs> if none of them got seriously injured, I would be so surprised. That's like, if, if so, that's like masterful in craft work. Like, you absolutely, know. he did it. He, it was like the way it looked. It looked like he so executed like a, perfectly. Like, a, like, are you saying like a hurricane rana off? Like the a thing? hurricane rana <laughs> off the top of the cage. Like while he's like he's like running like a tightrope type deal, and then just jumps to to him and does it. It's crazy. Wow. That's is that just incredible? And the bassist from <laughs> is that just incredible? And the bassist from uh, Coal Chamber <laughs> behind him. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it look like it? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! Loco. This would have been the time too. Nineteen ninety-eight. That would have been kind of like Coal Chamber era, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. I think so. Because new metal was very, very popular, especially like in like ninety, yeah. Well, pretty much ninety four onwards. If it was up to me, it still would be. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. Those, Just do it. That the the lips and the and the dread. Yeah. Just and the, and the, 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 the look at that. Look at that. That I will say, the ECW wrestlers or not the wrestlers, the referees. Mm-hmm. The ECW referees do, and I don't mean anything by this. If any of them happen to end up watching this episode, but. Compared to the WWE and the WCW referees, they look a little. Do you know what I'm? They well, uh, this I don't know the word. Remember that this uh, promotion was a lot more low budget than any of those other ones. True. Yes, Um, that doesn't mean you need to get a ref that looks like that. That maybe he likes My Little Pony porn, Um, but. You know, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, it's like, I mean, maybe it, he's just real good at his job. Yeah, and he looks. He, I don't know. The, let, let me put it this way too. I mean, I hate to be so superficial, but the pudgiest WWE referee that I remember was Tim White. I think was it Jim. White I don't or remember Tim any White? of their names, honestly. Like, wasn't there one like Earl? I know. I, I like, almost want to say like Earl Kepner or something like that. I don't Something think like that's that. right, but it's. I know it's Earl, dude. For for a wrestling podcast, we don't know shit about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, this is why we're here, guys. We're learning. We're sharing it this with is you. An experience. Uh, this I is think an I've experience. mentioned before in this podcast that when we started it, we were all like, you know what? We loved wrestling when we were kids so much that we'd be good at it with the podcast. <laughs> what really, what happened is we found out how much we don't know about wrestling. Or like, don't remember. Like, and don't like, remember. Like, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that was a thing. Because I've had lots of those moments in the first couple episodes of like, 
oh yeah, that's the thing, and that's a thing, and yeah, yeah, I, guys, just can't you? Ooh, episode one hundred, we're gonna be like freaking. Yeah, choice. maybe maybe one day, like we'll be like experts in this thing. Yeah, but we'll, we are we'll, a far cry from that right now. Let's let's be honest. You don't you don't watch or listen to this podcast for the technical commentary. Yeah, I well, bet it's well maybe maybe in some I aspects know, of some it maybe maybe hopefully in part. I, I will I will say that Sorry, I, I, I do that know a really lot bad. of the names of the moves. Yes, because I, I got that from the guy we're listening to, Joey Styles. That's true. Each of us has our own individual like things. See, for like me, I love I love storylines. Mm-hmm. I love like the pageantry of the show. Right. That's 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 probably I, the gayest thing you've said on this podcast. <laughs> the, pa- the pageantry. I of love the, show. the pageantry. <laughs> Just love no, the no, pageantry no, no. I, of the show. I, I get what you're saying though. But yeah, you know, like I I appreciate the art form of like the of the of the show and the stories and yeah. stuff like that. Sometimes it can be a terrible, lot of this stuff can be so easily compared to um, like live music. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's the stuff that I'm like, wow. You're, you're performing live. You're doing anything to get a reaction out of the crowd. You're trying to keep them hyped. You're trying to keep them pumped. And, uh, I mean, I guess the one of the big differences is um, if you're a band, you're always playing face. <laughs> Dude, for uh, sure. You're always playing face. You know what's funny? The used is trying to play heel. They're, a lot of the shock rock guys do. Well, they, they, were, they were having their crowd. Like, they're like, I want you to chant. The used sucks, or like f the used, or uh-huh. like whatever, and then the, the crowd would be going, uh, the used, fuck the used. and they would film it and put it on TikTok. So it's like this band's getting booed, but really it's a part of their show. Nice, okay. So they're well, kind of they're trying to play heel there a little bit. I, I respect it. I guess it's an attempt. Yeah, that's cool. But I will say. I definitely don't want the subconscious message of my audience to be walking away from the show to be "fuck my band" or "my band sucks." I mean, because if you say respect, it enough times, just like yeah, yeah. With all due respect to the use, Primus did it first. Oh, okay. You remember their whole slogan? Their whole slogan was "Primus sucks." That is true. Which is kind of, I love that. By the way, like welcome to the music wrestling podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I love how they totally just turned it, turned it on its head because people would hear that weird Primus music and they'd be like, dude, that sucks. Primus yeah, sucks. And, and, and at first listen, you probably think it sucks. Because most people listen to music like they're like, this is going to be good. And you're like, well, this isn't necessarily trying to be good. Good. Yeah, it's not trying to be what everybody thinks is good. Yeah, it's not trying to be Taylor Swift. So It's trying to be weird before it's trying to be good, it's but like it when is you, good. It's like, like when you watch one of these like off promotions, you know? It's just a little bit like, you know. Yeah, uh, ECW got its name literally <laughs> from just being extreme, being way more extreme than any of the other promotions. Exactly. You know? For sure. Oh, and, and, a kick and that's, out. I mean, that's definitely one of the things that made me love it the most. And it does, ECW does very much have like a backyard bra type feel. Even yeah. though to to some to what we've seen so far, there hasn't been very much backstage stuff. Yeah, it's all been in the ring. But it still has a very backyard feel to it. Like, right. Even though they're, they're playing in front of a, uh, a packed house right now full of people in some kind of auditorium. Yeah. Like, it, it, 
Oh shit! There's a fucking basketball goal that? right there. <laughs> We're inside of a junior high stadium. Oh, no, I fucking kidding. love it. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so it's it's very you know, very that. Yeah, like yeah, because like look at the characters on, on on stage right now. See here, here I am talking about the pageantry. We've got a bald guy in some jorts. Yeah. Um, and then a guy that's wearing some spandex and a graphic tee that just covers the whole t-shirt. It's probably got like wolves on it. The or only something. thing he's missing to be a juggalo would be the face paint at this point. Yeah, and then but see that would be the Juggalo Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Let's watch some of that sometime. Let's just fucking watch it. Jesus Christ! I bet you it's going to be extreme. Adios mio. Lord help us. We'll get to see that one-legged guy. He's really good. See, like he got his ass whooped by Brock Lesnar. I I know Jim Cornette is known as the residential asshole of the wrestling industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there are some things that he says that I'm like, yeah. And and where he I'm, I'm with him is with the, the freaking juggalo. He calls it outlaw wrestling. Yeah. I'm, I'm somewhat with him on that. You guys can hate on me if you want in the comments. That's fine. I love it. it the, the, your tears fulfill my soul. I'm just kidding. No, but anyway. He really loves it. I love Maybe it. too much. Uh, no, I'm just You'll see him at like 3 in the morning just like scrolling through the phone, just like <laughs> staring at his phone, fucking seething, seething. In, in happiness. Like, seething, yes. Seething happily. Oh, oh uh, that talking, was a nice fucking move. Talking head scissor leg moves yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff, you know? He did that only off the top of a fucking cage. It That's pretty intense. I'll find that once this podcast is over because, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't got... Yeah, the, yeah, they don't need to see that shit. Yeah, yeah that's all right. We, we're on we're on ECW tonight. But if you do want to see that shit, I'll find it for you. Hell yeah, yeah. That'll be like some bonus content. Yeah. The the, the turnbuckles remind me of ketchup and mustard. <laughs> they t- <laughs> oh my god, they kind of do. Oh fuck. Can can we just be like open and honest? Like, and this is again, it's the dumbest detail that I've probably brought up so far. Okay. There is no continuity in the branding color scheme of ECW no. ever. It's no. all over the place. It's purple, it's red, it's yellow, but like ketchup and mustard, red and yellow. And, yeah. But th- but there's blue mats, but it's not blue blue. It's like sky aqua blue, neon aqua blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times in the past, I mean, de- uh, the, the only continuity they've kind of kept is um, the barbed wire going yes. through the, the lettering. The logo but, and uh, the, yeah. the Most of the yeah. time, the lettering's white, red, or purple. Yeah, and, and, and then, like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I, you go to a, a promotion, there's, like, consistent branding. If you went to, like, ECW, or not, that's what we're watching. If you the go to, like. Spinning Tombstone tri- Pile Driver is what we just watched. Oh, my gosh. What was that long thir- that long three count there where he's like, I don't I think that ref belongs in a storyline. Look at him. <laughs> and again, it's like, no, get off of him. Hey, don't you hit that ref. He's not going to be able to go LARPing afterwards if you do that. <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> Leave him alone. I'm picking on the ECW ref. The, hey, the hey. ECW refs, if you look at the other one, he looks just like him. <laughs> That's a different ref. <laughs> There's another ref. I they thought that was the, the same. same ref. 
You know what? Maybe they had a maybe maybe they were onto something with these refs. <laughs> I guess they were so. like, look, if we find refs that look like this, this is our, our wrestlers look. will look better. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit like the conversation we had in, in Rock the Equinox. That's all I'm going to go into. Yes, that. yeah, that's that's all. If you know, you'll know. If you don't, you don't. I'm sorry. Oh, there's Tommy and Dreamer. And then there's Tommy Dreamer coming. Oh, and then we're okay. And the commercial, sheep's dogs and sheep's. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's like. I don't know. Like, if you go to WWE, the consistent branding for, like, Raw is, like, red, black, and kind of, like, steel aesthetic. SmackDown is blue, white, silver type thing. Yeah. And then ECW, it's the freaking, like, finger painting in when you're a, a toddler. Yeah. And it's, I got purple, I got blue, I got r- orange, red, yellow, we got sky, aqua, blue. I'm like... You get in the whole color wheel. Yeah, if we watch another episode, I bet you all the colors will be different. They'll be different. They'll be green. They'll be f- they'll they'll be lavender. They'll be. I don't what know. Is this a commercial for a pregnant stand-up lady? Pass. Um, oh, that was so funny. That was so funny. If anything I say offends you, feel free to leave. It <laughs> was so funny. That's oh. how I feel right now about that commercial. <laughs> dude, I forget that dude's name, but he's actually an ECW legend. He was like the manager to have in ECW. Got the whistle. Yeah. He he would whistle and he would talk shit and he would just be rambunctious as hell all the time. And RVD. Another pay per view with Mr. with Sir Rob Van Dam. If, am I not mistaken? He's been in almost every pay-per-view we've seen since SummerSlam 2003. Just about. We need to do a whole little Life of Rob Van Dam run. Dude, we're going to... Let us know if you guys would enjoy a Megasode just on RVD or anybody else. Leave a comment. We'd love to know who else. Yeah, if you want us to follow a wrestler's career from the beginning to the end watching... Um, maybe not key. all of their uh, matches, de- matches, depending on what sh- what wrestler ras- it is. What wrestler it is. Um, but yeah, we'll watch uh, a whole lot of that shit. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That sounds good to us. You guys just let us know if you want to see it, and we'll do it. Oh, this is Rob Van Dam versus Bam Bigelow for the championship here. Oh shit! Bam Dam Bigelow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, it's isn't it big? Bam Bigelow? Wait. No, it's Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. Rob Van Dam and Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam 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 Bam. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah. who was that match last night? It was Rob Van Dam, guys. Rob Van Bigelow. I'm not a man. Bam Bam Bigelow had some crazy ring attire. Yeah, that fire flame kind of thing. Yeah, with he like t- a triple B connected he, thing in he, his in his tummy area. Yeah, dude. It's. I think it, he's got a tattoo mohawk. Yeah, that's that's pretty intense. And plus, like, those those flames look like when you're, like, a, a kid and you're, like, trying to draw flames. And you're like, yeah, man. I'm going to draw some flames. And you go, like, you go hardcore. You put flames on everything, dude. Yeah. And then you, like. Oh, this is the 90s. Yes. So. And this is. Pro- this, this is 1998. He, There's going to be flames everywhere. I probably designed most of my little tiny, tiny toy race car drivers to look like Bam Bam Bigelow's attire without even knowing it. I just put flames on everything. And yeah. then and then you and then you look back and you go, that's too many flames. That's too much of that. You know, one time I bought flame silk underwear as a kid. 
Dude. Dude, that was the most comfortable. I dare you to get some now. If you get some, I'll get some. Dude, I, I'm not going to lie. For a long time, for no reason, I still had those underwear. Like, I was in high school, and I had those underwear chilling in, in like, the Flaming back and of the back of the back of my wardrobe or something, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One day, my parents were like, this is from when you're a toddler. We're either going to keep this as a memoriam or we're putting it in Goodwill. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't even know. I'm going to need some. I'm going on Amazon tonight to find silk (laughs) flaming underwear. Dude, you'll you'll sleep so wonderfully. Yeah. It's so, everything is just soft. Everything is silky soft, unlike the ring of ECW. That looks like if you landed on it, it would feel like you landed on chalky tennis court type material. Yeah, it's probably not far from that. Yeah, I'm sure it's got its ring-like qualities, but painful looking. Speaking of painful, these uh, commercials that Peacock is giving us are painful. These are really, like, guys, Peacock, get it together. Step up your commercial game. Yeah, this is Do some, like, pitiful shit. These commercials are, like... You know, like, uh, you see Super Bowl commercials, and, like, some of them are like, wow, they went really all out for that, you know, Super Bowl commercial. And then you see some, you're like, I can't believe they put that commercial paid for the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was one of those ones that you're like, cringe, dude. You see a commercial, and you're just like, you know what, I'd, I would rather just not see that. For sure. Like, you went, you were, you either went over the top, or you went nowhere at all let's go ahead and add that to the list of things i could have gone my whole life without seeing bam bam bigelow uh treating rob van dam like a rob van rag doll i saw you trying to get a rhyme in there yeah well i could i was thinking of it too i was like in a yeah shit Missed it. What? Why is Rob Van Dam's manager wearing a shirt that says Sabu? Because there's no continuity. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. It's totally got Sabu on the... Uh, for the record, he was Sabu's manager as well. He might be both of them at the time. Maybe the other thing on his shirt says Rob Van Dam. I don't know. All I know is that guy's intense and he's ready to fucking go. And I'm just gonna have this here for a minute, you know. Okay. Does it feel good? It feels. I feel powerful. Yeah. I feel. Good. I feel like I have uh, improved status, social currency, and uh, all the all the trinkets of that. Tax exemption. <laughs> Big, you know my favorite part about being the Intercontinental Champ is tax exemption. Like what? What? No, I just said a big word. I don't know. What the it means. extra baggage to carry this belt. Is a tax write-off. <laughs> and I don't have to pay it. So right now I'm kinda I'm kinda waiting for them to fucking go at it here. Yeah, so, they're kinda so far the ref, uh, not the ref, clearly not the ref. Uh the manager has done the majority of the work here so far. Oh, yeah. there you go. Some headbutts from Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam End Bam Bigelow's got a uh, big Bam Bam bandage on his face. And uh, I'm sorry, I You're can't stop. You're just full of them tonight, I aren't can't you, Gabriel? Stop it. He's got a really big bandage on his face, though, and it's... <laughs> I wonder what the fuck happened. Oh, yeah, he's in ECW. Oh, yeah, that was like another Tuesday house show. 
Rolling Thunder. Oh, Whoa. that was a rolling crossbody. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't land on the back. He landed yeah. around. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. Rare occurrence you see there. And wow. And we have the king's royal jester as referee, telling Bam. Bam <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to stop. <laughs> it's a rolling. Uh, the what's Dax's thing, man? Oh, I always shit on ECW referees. I don't know why. I can't help it. Which <laughs> it's like the most like, with all due respect to referees, it's very um, well, ubiquitous. If you think about it, you gotta you gotta put yourself in the ref shoes. Why is he a ref in the ECW? Well, I'll <laughs> tell you why. Because he's not. Probably because he needs to move out of his mom's house. <laughs> okay, he's trying to get out, and this is the only job. He's not at WCW. He's not. <laughs> Yeah, WWE. Or that guy's prob- that ref's WWF. probably getting paid seven dollars an hour, five dollars an hour. <laughs> ECW refs were getting paid five dollars an hour. Okay, <laughs> it was below minimum wage. It was it was terrible. No, I'm just kidding. Now there's I, gonna be some. I there's gonna be like, some fucking guy that like knows his shit that was in that shit back in the day, and he's he, gonna hit us up, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, you guys are pieces of shit. You guys are assholes. <laughs> and we're we were hard working. Yeah, I know you were." I'm taking the piss out of you, mate. I'm taking the piss out of you, mate. Oh, damn. Kick to the face from RVD. Yeah, Bam, Bam's got his whole head tattooed. Uh, I thought it was just a mohawk. It's his whole head. Jesus Christ. The whole cranium. You know how bad that's going to hurt? And then again, <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah. You know? Oh, I thought that was Joey Styles right there about to fucking <laughs> fall off the guardrail. Oh, into the into oh. the chairs. You're going down. That had to fucking hurt. Yeah, because those are like the old. Those are wooden chairs, wooden <laughs> fold-out chairs. Wooden. This, I feel like I am in a like elementary school down in Southside OKC. Oh, that dude's wearing an Austin 316 shirt. Kick uh, him out. Oh. Uh, Kick him out. Do you think do you think people gave him shit in the stands? Probably. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, probably not. I mean, it's like showing up to a venue with another band's shirt that's not playing. Yeah, I, it's, I guess it's, everybody likes wrestling, so like, yeah, it's a great shirt. I like yeah, that. I and like I Stone like Cold UCW. Steve Austin. Honestly, probably a lot of these guys like Stone Cold, too. How, how could you not? I feel only a very few diehards might have been like, no, they took it from Sandman. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, like, yes, they did take it from Sandman, but Stone Cold did it better. I mean, come Way on. Way better. Sorry. It's coming from a big ECW fan. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a very good point. Oh, 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 oh. What's going on? Oh, fuck. Oh, we made it work. We just did a Hurricane Rana, like, into the people. Into the crowd. If you were at the show, you're like, it's real. How do you know? Because Bam Bam landed on my freaking ankle. I bet you they didn't have any of those fans sign a waiver. (laughs) Bam Bam landed on my damn ankle. That's what happened. Bam Bam's name just like, it just makes you want to rhyme with it. I just don't want to say the whole thing every time. It's like, Bam 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 Bigelow's got his Bam 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 Bammy. Bigelow Bam. Here comes Sabu's manager. Oh, I'm sorry. Rob Van Dam's manager. Dude, that's just those. Yeah, those chairs are 
that, that just takes me back. I have memories of like going over to my cousin's uh, elementary, and they had those kind of chairs and stuff. It's like pain. Jesus. My ass hurts just looking at them. Van Dam just jumped from the top uh, turnbuckle to the outside of the ring over the barricade <laughs> into the people, chairs, and Mr. Bigelow. That's very impressive. That's why RVD's top 10 and, well, maybe top 15 in my book. Yeah. Like, I, I, I of the high flyers... There's like, like two or three for me that are like top tier, and yeah. he he definitely falls in those categories because he's going right. back to the top. And oh, he's doing it again! Oh my god! Jesus fuck! It was a front flip this time. Back to back, dude. He's just laying there like he's dead. Yeah. And see a lot of this shit you would not see in the WWE. No. Like, not only are they not going to jump out of the ring into the crowd, but they're not going to do it twice <laughs> in a row. No. Like, There's no reason. It's like, um, how do I explain this? I feel like, at least at this particular time, so we're talking about 98, you know, nine, so this is, the, this is like late or mid-attitude era, you know, whatever. I feel like, the WWE's type of programming was more like there's a story inside of the like that's one of the things that I always uh, thought was cool about wrestling in general uh, of pro wrestling mm -hmm. was how you could tell a story with each thing that happens in the match it's like oh okay now the heels up and then now the the face is up and then you're you know, you're pulling on the emotions of the audience based on who's kind of on top right now and, like, all that stuff. In ECW, there, there's not really much attention to that, I don't think. Yeah, and I, I think, think it's that they, they probably couldn't do as much of that because of who they were and yeah. where they were at the time. They didn't have the superstars that made yeah, you yeah. care. And I mean, if you think about it, like, just like music, uh, just like politics, I mean, like, the extremes get all the attention, yeah. you know, and so... In a way, because they couldn't do the big crazy, like, you know, they don't have the huge, jimongous names. They don't have the huge, jimongous stadiums. They're like, we'll they make up for it. they got to have some kind of extreme, and their extreme was literally extremeness. Yep. So <laughs> he, uh, Van Dam just got put through a table by Bam. Van Dam got put through a table by Bam Bam. Van Dam's getting his ass kicked by Bam Bam. Damn, damn. Damn, damn. Double damn. Oh, foreshadow. Yeah, we need Farouk here to just be like, damn. <laughs> that would damn. Actually, that would actually be pretty good. Fucking love Farouk. Let's watch some old old school like APA stuff sometime. The ADA? The APA. Oh, yeah. you said it on purpose that time. Yeah, that time it was on purpose. That time it was on purpose. I did make that mistake. Like twice in a row, uh, a couple podcasts ago. You guys can go watch that and watch me be a dumbass. Hey, capital D's, capital P's, they look the same. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's my my initials. I don't expect you to remember everything from your childhood, especially not the uh, trauma that wrestling gave you. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> the stuff I saw for the first time. That, like, do you, do you remember uh, Tim White th again with the referees? Tim White had a segment on like one night of Raw 
and then it went on online every time after that where it was this reoccurring segment where he had gotten injured in this hell in a cell match between like undertaker and somebody else i think oh was it the ref that was suicidal yes oh my god and he would like throw himself into big industrial fans and yeah. eat rat poisoning that's dude. one of the things that vince mcmahon should have not done dude, like, I, dude I was a ki- i was a kid <laughs> Don't do that. Looking at that shit, like you don't think that like kind of fucked with me a little bit, you know? Yeah, I mean, like part of me just wonders, like, was there not one guy in the fucking meeting that was like, Vince? I don't think this. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know if we should fucking do this. No, everybody was just like sucking the dick. (laughs) They're like, yeah, yeah, fucking do it. It sounds genius. I'm, I'm blaming this one on you, Russo. Even though it probably wasn't you, because you were probably way gone by that point. At least I hope he was. But Oof. yeah, no, I'm gonna go ahead and just blame Vince for everything. <laughs> yeah, Vince definitely. Like honestly, like it, oh, um, funny enough, before last week's podcast, Ryan, uh, when Ryan came over, I was watching Tough Enough, uh-huh. setting up the this uh, like the scene old here tough today. Enough? Uh, old Tough Enough, like first season Tough Enough. Okay. And I don't know if you, if you remember his last name, but the guy who was the the announcer, the interviewer with the Tim White segments was a guy named Josh. Uh, oh, I'll tell you. Uh, it, Josh, damn it, 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 it. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you can uh, picture him, can't you? If you tell me his last name, I'm going to freak out. Josh. Um, <laughs> what a damn it. Freak he's, out, man. He's got such a. Such a interview guy name. He does. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's easy to forget. Oh man. I know who you're I know who you're talking about. He was the he was the he was a young dude and he had his hair all stupid. Um yes, that's right. That's you're, you're, <laughs> am, I, you're, am I pretty close? You you're 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 real close, man. Wait, is that him now? I guess that is him now. What does he look like? Oh, I can't say his name out loud, but like Oh, you can't? Uh, well, I mean, you're trying to, okay, well, if he, he ever listens to this. No, 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 no. It's, that is him. Wow, he just looks really different compared when he was younger. Because he's like, he's 41 now. This guy. Yeah. Josh Matthews. Josh Matthews. Yes, he had like stringy kind of like frosted tip yeah, type hair, yeah, you yeah. know. He was actually like pretty, uh, pretty like good, in, uh, like announce, was he announcer or was he more like. Backstage interviewer type he guy. He yeah. was most of the time backstage interviewer guy. I feel like he, he like seeing him in Tough Enough, getting trained by Al Snow and yeah, that was pretty cool because it's like wow, even like if he didn't become a wrestler, he still got in the industry and still made a name for himself in the industry. It's like that's admirable. Yeah, and there was there was lots of dudes like that that you know had dreams to be a wrestler. You know, and made it so far to where they got to the WWE, but just didn't get to wrestle. They got to do other things. And, dude, the the crazy thing about it, I think the winner of that first... Oh, hey, there's Sabu. Oh, there's Sabu. Jesus. Well, a little turn here. Oh, nope. Sabu's been caught. Look out. Jesus. Oh, forgive me. What were we just talking about? Sorry. I don't remember. Josh Matthews? Oh, yeah, Josh Matthews. Like, he actually had, like, this is the crazy thing. He had a longer career in the WWE than the guy who won Tough Enough that year instead of him. Which I think it was Maven? Yes. Um, that Maven, guy, I think? He had, he had his biggest moment 
in his wrestling career was throwing Undertaker over the top rope at the Royal Rumble winning. Oh, that's um, right. He pulled the upset. Um, short-lived career. Very short-lived, but like... But he got to do that. He got. To, he did get know? to have some cool accolades, I mean, which that's is... that's like winning the Super Bowl. Like, I mean... I threw the Undertaker off the top rope and won the Royal Rumble. Nobody thought I was going to do that. Uh, that's a pretty big accomplishment, honestly. Yeah. That's dope. Look at Sabu. But yeah, like Josh Matthews made it like... Like, he, he's, he's still in the business, I think. Oops. Crazy shit. Oh, lights are off. What is going on? What's going on right now? They turned all the lights off whenever Rob Van Dam won. Um, now, like, some of them are on. He's like, yeah, Rob Van Dam. I won. I whipped ass. <laughs> I am an ass kicker. Well, that was cool. That was the... Uh, yeah, that was it. That was the episode. That was awesome. So this is kind of a cool little quick episode for you guys out there. If you guys only traveling traveling 45 minutes to your destination. Yeah. And if you guys really just hate Ryan's voice, just listen to these. Exactly. Just well, listen to these Because there'll be some of those. And if you hate my voice, there may be one where I'm not here and... If you hate Gabe's voice, there'll be ones where he's not here, and we'll, we'll just talk shit on everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. And if you hate us, just don't listen to it. Yeah, exactly. If, if you don't, if you hate us, then, you know. We love you. We love you, but if you don't love us, then, you know, fuck off. It doesn't have to be, you know, yeah, it's, it's, whatever. it's not a big deal. You know? It's not a big fucking deal. I'm, I'm okay. I'm just fine. I'm fine. You don't have to like the podcast. But you do like the podcast. And you do have to like the podcast. Yes. Do uh, leave us like? Do they still? Does Apple still let you leave like reviews of podcasts? Is that still a thing? I don't know. I I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast on Apple Music. Where do you listen to your podcasts? Spotify. Ah, so Gabe is a Spotify user for podcasts. Yes. Very interesting. Funny enough, I find myself to listen to YouTube for most podcasts. Really? Yeah. Nice. Even if it is just audio, like. They have like still images for the whole audio thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm down because cool. I'm just listening. I really like the ones that have like little pictures or little clips here and there. Yeah, little, yeah. You know, the clip ones are good. We we might do that shit. We might not. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. If, 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 if we you, do, if you don't you, like it. You'll see some. Uh, you'll see some clips if we do, and if you're not, you won't see it because it's not there. You still have to like it. Oh yeah. So yeah. Also, give us a little. Uh, a little hit on the like button and the subscribe and all that good stuff, you know? Helps yeah, yeah. Out, helps out the channel, helps if us you grow. you like it, gets hit, more hit the fun. like button. Oh, my if gosh. If you don't like it, hit the like button. I dare you. I, oh, my gosh. RVD just diving over Sabu to do like a rolling over the top leg pin on Bam Bam. Pretty yeah, impressive. Like a bridge pin kind of thing. Oh, oh is, the, is the show not over? Is it not? Oh, I remember that girl. I don't remember her name, but God, she was beautiful. I had the biggest crush on her when I was a kid. What's that girl's uh, name? Understandable. She is a a, uh, a very fine-looking woman. What is that guy's name? I know that dude's name. He, he's such a punk. It's like he's with Bam Bam, and Bam Bam's over yeah, there holding yeah. his eye. Like he just got poked in the eye. That dude looks like Macho Man Randy Savage's brother. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to... I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you something right now. I'll tell you right now, man. <laughs> it's about to get really, really intense. 
Is this like a closing out promo? It's like, yeah, is it's like, like a, it's like, is it like a pro- Bam Bam Bigelow is a fucking madman. Look at him back there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, this is like a little closing, closing promo, closing skit. God damn it. I need to know the name of that lady. <laughs> I forget What's what your- her name is, but she was, she was very well known in, in ECW. Uh, and she might have done stuff in, in like any other of the promos. I don't know about like WWE or anything. She might have done stuff. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely remember her. Just don't remember her name. I, I she's she's very memorable. Oh yeah, she's gorgeous. I had the biggest crush on her when I was little. Okay, this dude's getting real oh savage right now. Yeah, yeah. The breathing, the breathing, and then she's like rubbing his arm, like it's okay. <laughs> the way she was, they're just rubbing his arm, just like it's okay. It's gonna be all right. Everything's gonna be just fine. That dude's wearing an insane clown posse shirt, and there's Balls Mahoney. Oh, that is Balls Mahoney. I thought it was Cactus Jack for a second. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> they look similar. They did at the time for sure. Well, '98, he, uh, that would be mankind would be. In the WWE at that point, wouldn't he? Yep. He's already moved on from there. He has. Moved so on to greener a, pastures. So Balls was the replacement. Oh, I don't know if he was or not, but he kind of looks like it. <laughs> he looks. He does. And then there's RVD and Sabu again, and Sabu's manager. See, that See that makes a little bit more sense because there's Sabu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got a hat. I knew that there was some kind of continuity. Um, So I guess these are they, they do all their promo and outside the ring shit, like just after the whole wrestling stuff. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, you know? it's, it's very Do underground. all the action and all the cool, every, all the shit that everybody wants to see, and then give him the promo stuff. And then there's Paul Heyman. First time we've seen him this episode. Yeah, the dude running the whole show. He is the Vince McMahon of ECW. That's not a compliment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that back immediately. <laughs> he, he's the Paul Heyman of ECW. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All these late '90s promos. Oh my God! It was Sabu trying to wrestle it away from RVD, and then the. <laughs> oh my God, the drama. The dra- That that's hilarious. On Sunday night, May third, Rob Van Dam will defend the ECW <laughs> World TV title. Yeah, against Sabu. Against Sabu. And then in the Marietta, name Georgia, <laughs> at the WrestlePalooza. Well, thank you at guys, the Cobb County Civic Center, for Marietta, watching Georgia. the uh, the prep show to WrestlePalooza. WrestlePalooza. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for watching or listening, and I uh, hope you guys have a good one. We'll see you on another one or the next one. Yeah, peace. See you guys. Thank you. Peace out. Love you. If you um. smell. Thanks for listening to the Turnbuckle Trifecta Podcast with Gabe Parson, Daxton Page, and Brian McNeil.